Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. You're a liar, a liar. You are a liar, 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 liar. New theme song. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's it. I wish I had more hands to clap. You do? I wish that I would mean you would have a birth defect. No, I do have a birth defect. Yeah, you have a brain defect. Ooh. Anyway, welcome to Kill Me Now. It's Kill Me Now. Yeah. <laughs> to Kill Me Now. It's Kill Me Now. Yeah. You know, it's time for the holidays. It time is. for the holidays. Uh, and this year, Hanukkah is <laughs> the same day as Christmas Eve. It begins on the day that Christmas Eve begins. Like when God Mary intended. <laughs> went, it, yes, when Mary went into labor 
That's right. And uh, you light the candles. She and thought it was going to be one night of labor. Mm. And it was eight days of labor. <laughs> All right. We are here. Um, Seth is on the board today. Seth Neiman, who's actually... Um, Nyman. Seth Nyman. Um, it would be Neiman if he was proud to be a... <laughs> but <clears throat> they changed it to Nyman so they wouldn't sound like... Z. Um, also, my doppelganger. Yeah, oh, a little bit. That's true. I'm yeah. taking a picture of this. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is some other world shit. Yes. It's so great. That, you know what I love? Juice squared. This is um, <laughs> this is what I love about. I was just talking about this with Elisa. So that you know, my men, girlfriend. Yes, that many women have balding issues. And it's just, oh my God, that woman's balding. Oh my God, oh, what's wrong with her? She has a thyroid, you know, whatever. With men, they just shave their fucking heads and grow a beard. I've started taking Rogaine. Why? Uh, I'm getting ready. Male pattern baldness runs in my family. Prepping? Oh, hell yeah. Prepping. Yeah. I wonder so if they have a... when I go on a... hormone treatment, my hair won't all fall out because it all will. All right, should we introduce the guests for today? Seth Nyman uh, is on the boards. Hi. Hi. Um, oh, hi. Are, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, we're here with, I am the host and the creator and the really goddess. the star of this podcast. But accompanying me is Lauren, uh, who uh, helps out a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> and our guest today is one of my favorite people in the entire world. We just got back from Aruba. He and Elisa are getting married, and we're thrilled about it. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, John Fish! Yeah! Thank you, Thank you very much. Congratulations Thank on you. the wedding plans. Thank you. I had to fight off Ray Ellen, but I'm doing it. Wow. She's hot. She's yeah. Super, you know she used to play bass? She's I did a not know bassist. that. Oh, please. She's a banging bassist with <laughs> she's a booty. A, she's uh, that ass. She has right? such a good ass. I'm looking Elisa. more forward to the ex-therapist part of it. That's what I'm <laughs> Oh, please. She's so fucking annoying with that therapy <laughs> She's shit. just broken enough. <laughs> <laughs> Try to deal with her shit. Anyway, um, John, welcome. Thanks, Judy. I love John Fish. I love Judy Gold. I love John Fish. And um, John, we had such a good time in Aruba, didn't we? so much fun. You know... I had other work that I could have done that week, and I was like, no, I'm going to fucking Aruba with John Fish. And we were there with Ray Allen. Um, Aruba Ray. Aruba Ray. He's known as, his face is all over. It really is. Literally, he'd be like, let's go out for an acai bowl, (laughs) right? And we'd be gone four hours because he had to stop here and drop off posters and go check with this one. I'm like, no no. joke. No joke takes him an hour to get out of the lobby. Right. Of this hotel because he has to say hello to everybody. So Judy, basically. Everybody loves him. Yeah. Yeah. Acai bowl. Yeah. We had the acai bowl and then I was starving. He's like, oh, my God, this is going to fill you up for the whole day. I'm like. No, it's not. It's fruit, and I'm a giant, okay? <laughs> so we got the acai bowl, and I'm like, well, I'm starving now. And and so we went for fish, where they, this is true. They, they you go to this place, the f- fish is fresh, and you can either just get it gri- cooked the way you want, plain, or you can get a dinner, which is fries and coleslaw, awesome. right? So he's apparently, when he's in Aruba... What the fuck is that? He only eats fish. I only ate fish the entire time we were there. I had no meat, no chicken. How do you feel? 
well, that was last week. And so, um, <laughs> but I felt really good. And Elisa was there, so I had more fish. Good night, everybody. Take hey. care. So, um, so we go to, to the fish place, right? This is so annoying. We go to the fish place. And, you know, he he wants to be like Aruba Ray. Like, everything he does is the way we have to do it. So we go there, and he's like, we want four fish pick your fish and we don't want we don't want the dinner we just want it just grilled that's it no dinner so they bring us all our food except for one with dinner and he's like no no i said no dinner i I don't want the fries and coleslaw and he's like these people are like you know they work at a fucking fish market like so eat the i said you know and he's like no i said ray i want the fucking i'm not gonna yeah whatever i want the fries and coleslaw here's what happened he said no. He thought we were all under the umbrella of his of his no fries right. and coleslaw. Well, and then at the Ray. last minute, Judy said, "I want, I want the dinner." Yeah, and so he was he like, was "Oh, right. you do?" But he was, "Oh, right. you're going to get out of the." He cult? said to them that one dinner. Yeah, and then they brought them all as dinners, so they did mess up. Right, but he's like, uh, "Take it away!" Right, right, right. He right. was like, "Take it away!" And right. it's like, just you know what. You know you want the French fries and coleslaw. Oh, the fries were so good. They were so good. (laughs) The coleslaw was delicious. And then you dipped it into that sauce. And not to, you know, pile on the tooting of Elisa's horn, but her uh, fish was the best. I know. She got the wahoo. (laughs) Yeah, she got the wahoo, and you got the barracuda. Yeah, the barracuda was good for like one or two bites. And I got some Indian something. Yeah. Then we also, Elisa and I went to this place called Screaming Eagle. You heard it here, though. Elisa's wahoo is the best. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Wahoo! (laughs) (laughs) And, um... We, Screaming Eagle was the bed place? Yeah, and we you go in, you, you could either sit at a table or lay in a bed. Oh, they have beds and it. they close the curtains. The f- food, and I was like, oh, this is going to suck, but I thought it would be an adventure. It was so fun, except um, we were paranoid because we were gay, so we were like, oh my God, do they think we're, si-? everyone thinks we're sisters. I go, I go, Elisa, it's 5'5", five, five, and I'm six, and everyone's like, are you guys just, yeah, we're sisters. Yeah, we're yeah, sisters, yeah. and we're sharing a king-size bed we're in the close. fucking room. We're close. The one thing, the stupidest thing she said. You're not sisters? Shut up. Sisters stupidest in Christ. Thing, stupidest thing she said. We're in the ocean, okay? She's 5'5", five, five, I'm 6'2". She says, can you stand here? You know, because we're in the ocean. I said, yes. She said, me too. I'm like, what the fuck? That's because you can fucking stand. I can like go on my knees. No, no, that's just that's like her little role play because she likes you know. No, she, no, no. It's because that... you like dumb girls sometimes. No, no? that she's newer so not joke dumb. that I, I heard. No, I know she's playing what? like about when she asks about the underwear girl, the no underwear girl. Oh yeah, yeah, you is like that? The funniest thing. Yeah, that's true. That that ever. It's true. Explain, too. It's true. Explain yourself. So um, I have a bit. You know, we should call Elisa because she is in love with John. <laughs> um, I have a bit about when I was returning a rental car, right? And ha- how she's a therapist and asks, you know, a litany of questions. You can't tell her a story. Like sometimes I have to prep the story. I'm going to tell you a story. You're going to listen, and then you're not going to say anything. Okay. <laughs> So I call her up. She's I, taking furious notes. Well, she's just like asked the most ridiculous. I'm like, I'm not your fucking patient. Okay. So, so I was returning a rental car, and the girl next to me is returning a rental car. You never heard this story? Maybe I have. Okay, so she's returning a rental car, and the budget rental car guy says goes to her first because she's 
younger than me. And I'm like so oh, yes, mad. I have, okay, so I anyone. feel like bad because I'm like in gym class in seventh grade. Aww. And then I noticed that when he goes over to her, she opens the trunk and bends down to get her luggage and she has no underwear on, right? And I'm not kidding. It was, I was in shock. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, so it's true. And I, I was like, oh my God. And she, it, she's of course wearing a skirt, but she, it's like, I saw everything. Like I saw her cervix, I saw her anal cavity, I saw her large intestine. Then a guy came behind her with brights on. I saw her uvula in her throat. So. Um, That's an open pussy. Hey now. So then we go over to the area where you get on the shuttle bus to they take you to the airport. So she's standing right by me and I'm like mortified. Cause she keeps bending down. I notice the guys are like, look, and I'm like, I want to rescue her like a mother. You know, I'm, I feel like. Uh, does she know I'm like of course she know you know like it's just I'm having this oh my god I don't know you know when someone's too exposed and you want to save them yeah so I call up Elisa that's a New Yorker thing too because we all are so close together we're always seeing people that look embarrassing that we okay need to, like, you only you would interrupt a bit only you <laughs> did not know that that was insert a bit. <laughs> right before so, I'm getting to the fucking you're so natural line. with your delivery so I call up Elisa who only at, who won't listen she'll just ask so i tell her this whole story this woman no underwear she goes oh my god and then these are the questions number one well how old is she i'm like i don't know she's in her 20s number two well what kind of skirt is she wearing i said i don't know a short one okay i swear to god question number three is she jewish <laughs> i said yeah she has a menorah up her ass is she Jewish? <laughs> she has matzah coming out of her twat. What the fuck? Is she Jewish? I feel like your mom would ask that. <laughs> oh, I think in a weird way. She just, uh, mm. So John, that's John's favorite joke. I then I was it. telling John about how je- you know she's so jealous. Meanwhile, did you just miss that? What he suggested that you are dating your mom. I mean, yeah, I heard that. I heard that. That's Freud there is a lot. There is a lot of. She's like, I'm. I have to be your mom because your mom's. Or anyway, this is the last Elisa thing. She's so jealous. But how me, jealous is she? How flirty was she with you and Ray? More with Ray, I feel like, because it was a new love. <laughs> <laughs> We have to. We have an her. unspoken thing. Um, Anyways, I think Screaming Eagle is uh, following me on Instagram now. No way. And I wasn't even at that restaurant. It was uh, just because I kept posting Aruba things. Wow. Okay. Nice. I am. They're on their Instagrams. Oh, at least it doesn't have her phone because she left it in the car. No. Um, if I give you her her work number because she has to call in because mm-hmm. she was fucking. So anyway, she's flirting with them and then they're in the pool. Every, we're all in the pool. She's like. Ray's holding her. I'm like, you know, if I, if I even say hello to, like I, I was telling them, like I'll check into the hotel and the woman behind the count, you know, the desk will be like, oh, how many keys do you want? One or two. And I'll look at Elisa like, uh, I don't know, what do you, two. And um, we'll get, we'll walk around. She'll give us the keys. We'll walk around the elevator. And then Elisa will be like, why don't you just go fuck her? Why don't you go fuck her? <laughs> two. Too. Why don't you just go fuck her right now? Like that's exactly. I've it's never, always the, it, those. Those those are the I've dated a girl like this, and they're the ones that get the most jealous are always the ones that are trying to make you jealous. 
Right, and I don't care. What is that? I love it that the guys are. She's so good with the comics, you know. Of course. And I love that yeah, she's. Yeah, she is. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and I love that the guys are. You know, I think it's hot that they. You well, know. they're respectful to her, and they're also playful. Well, Ray and it's cool because Ray would have fucked her, don't you think? He slipped it in in the pool. You didn't see that part. <laughs> I mean, but. any guy would fuck any. You know, it's, that's not true. I don't think John's like that. Mm, no, John and I John's bonded. Not like that. Wait, how do I call Lisa on this fucking phone? That's just a prop. That's not a real phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, we can pretend though. But she's gonna yell at me. Watch. Seth is now because I'm not allowed to call her unless I inform her. Hooking up the phone. Watch this. She now her new assistant will answer. Watch. Okay, ready? Mm. Is it ringing? Is this live? This is a podcast, right? Yeah. yeah. It's not a live one, though. Okay, because no. otherwise she'd it is be listening. Us. It's not ringing. Maybe. Which one? Here we go. Hello? I love your phone voice, Judy. You could Hello? be like a phone sex operator. You know how many people's voicemails I've done? Now what do I do? Oh, for real? Now you're going to do mine. Hello? Do I pick it up? Talking to Mike. You hear it ringing? No, it's not ringing. It was ringing. That's what we do. I don't know what's going on. This fucking place sucks. Play dot shit. What happened to all of Taz's things? I miss Taz's things. Oh my god. And we have to talk about John. Did he get beat All right, here we go. One more time. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you know what? Oh, I know That was the backup bum, name bum, of this podcast bum, was, bum. Uh, fuck. You know why, wait, I know why you're not hearing it. Why? Because the phone's not uh, on. One second. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Elisa? Yes. Hi, it's Judy Gold. And John yes, Fish. I know. You're Wait. Twice now. Right, because you're... I'm uh, trying to leave. I know, but listen, we're here with John. Um, I know you hate surprise calls, but John. we've been talking about Aruba. And yeah, and your relationship Aruba. with Ray Allen and how you, you know, originally your love was John and then you went to Ray. I'm back with John. I love John. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we. He's he, like, he's like hanging out, jet skiing with everybody. I don't know who he has in the pool with him now. So who Ray? Yeah. Yeah. Now we discussed the um, John's favorite story about how the woman with no underwear at the car rental place that you asked if she was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Judy. Yeah. This is what came into my head? I'm. I'm. I was trying to, you know, really get a feel for, <laughs> right. for that whole event. So what <laughs> happened was you wanted to know if it was a Jewish pussy. But here's what. <laughs> shut up with the filth. But what happened was that um, Lauren said, oh, that's something your mother would ask. And then John suggested that Lauren meant that I've married my mother. Mmm, John, that is very interesting. Uh-huh. Um, well, what did you, how did you respond to that, Judy? I said, well, she says to me all the time 
that she's acting like my mother because then I won't miss her as much. Exactly. And what did we say at your mother's mm. unveiling? That you told you're an- your mother that. I did? Yes. You said t- you were talking to your mother at the unveiling. And you right. said, well, you know, Elisa and I are fighting so much that it's like, you know, you were here. <laughs> oh. And then I said, and mom, you're right. Jane, my sister, never calls at all or returns phone calls. And then later I get from her husband, you know, you shouldn't say that about Jane. You know. <laughs> Listen, baby. Listen, Elisa. That's my, my brother-in-law who during Thanksgiving dinner, Elisa can, uh, 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 what's it called? Uh, add... Agree. Uh, 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 I can't. I'm so menopausal. Uh, Elisa will um, uh, co-sign co-sign this this story. Oh, yes. Um, he we're sitting in the living room, and he says to Elisa, "Listen, you ever been with uh, two women at the same time?" I love it. And that he's in front guy. of the kids. In front of the kids. Listen, you ever been with a black guy? Did he not say that? Yes, he did. Weird. <laughs> That's weird. And what did you say? <laughs> I said, it's inappropriate, Jacob. No, you said, yes, you've been with the black guy. Oh, okay? yeah, that's true. Well, I just wanted to give him the whole thing. Uh, in front of the kids, in front of your stepchildren. You are so funny, Ebiz. <laughs> Hi, Lauren. Hi, How are buddy. You? Seth is here, too. Okay. Seth is doing the board. Seth Nyman. Okay. Uh, I'm sure at some point his name was, you know, Nimowitz. But they had to change to Nyman, and then he married Nanju and have been Nanju's children and dilute race. <laughs> I apologize. That's all right. Um, so John is here, and we were just talking to Rare Ruba, and we thought of you, and we were talking about you, and I wanted to make sure you got to say what you needed to say. Wasn't that dinner at, um, I mean, I wasn't at Screaming Eagle, but wasn't the dinner at the the next place we went Adam Jeanette wasn't Adam that the Jeanette. best dinner you've had that in a long time dinner. absolutely okay. oh my god we ordered we ate too many appetizers so good. and then the almond crusted cod we put grouper. in the fridge a grouper um, the almond crusted grouper we put it in the fridge still delicious with the, next the mashed day. potatoes with uh, the mashed and I had the the uh, au gratin oh, <laughs> with yeah. the cheese but I didn't eat them because I was too full and, and then, then the next day we were like animals we had no silverware in the hotel room and <laughs> shoving it in our mouth yeah like but you ate it, it. Like, I used a plastic it. spoon but the problem was she <laughs> ate she ate it before the show and then we had another reservation at yes. that other really cool place so she decides she's not going to eat at the other place and just drink. No, she oh, yeah, had appetizers. She had a little bit, and then we get back to the hotel, and she has one of her drunk freakouts. Well, I should have just left the casino when Chuck Nice left. That was the problem is that I stayed. And right. You wanted to stay. And you, and you gave me how much money to gamble, and then you won, and then you yeah, took you all won. your money back. <laughs> you did a good job. Right. And Thanks I said, stop John. now. And you're like, dang. <laughs> no, she we won. thank John because he got me, he said, cash in your winnings, cash in your winnings. She cashed in her winnings and then kept what she started with and gambled again and won a little bit more. That's right. how you do it. Yeah. but It's, I, it's yeah. the long con. Well, whatever. And then Ray won like three grand that night. I know. He paid me in Crazy. cash. Uh, no, he didn't. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did he pay you in ca- Candy? Ca- yeah. He paid you in cuff? Uh-huh. Paid me an acai bowl. Acai. Oh wait, Elisa. 
Wait, did you tell them the story about me not having my passport? Oh, my God. Uh, tell the story. What the hell? No, I can't. I'm, I have my jacket on, and I literally was walking out <laughs> Wait, what kind of jacket do you have? I don't have. want to be on this podcast. Is she it brought Jewish? it up. I'm is not your brought it up. leaving. Is your jacket Jewish? John wants to know. <laughs> is my jacket Jewish? Yeah, it has a fur uh, collar. It's Jewish. Jewish. My scarf's Jewish. Yeah. Everything is Jewish. Right. And speaking of Jews, you'll be in my bed soon, okay? After this. Hey, yo. We all think you're hot. Wow, yeah. I know. She's Aww. got... She hasn't. John, we're yep. going for ceviche. Oh, did my God. I, I got to be honest. I did plug ceviche into Yelp already and since I've been back. So There's a few places. All right. We're taking you for your birthday. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'll take you for your birthday, B-I-R-F-F-D-A-Y. <laughs> and Elisa's birthday is New Year's Eve. Oh, wow. Let's yes. celebrate both of them. What, yes. What? And and then you can watch us All right. oh, in the corner. Ew, no. <laughs> You can watch Elisa scrub up before the end. Elisa scrubs up like a surgeon. I'm like, hey, there's no spontaneity. I knew I loved her. She's. Oh, I'm shit. like, hey, let's go. She's like, no, I have to wash my hands. I have to brush my teeth. She does this whole thing where she checks her breath. Nah, nah. Yeah, scrub in. She scrubs in for sex. Nah, I'm yes. like, first thing in the morning, give it to me right now. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. All right. Give me that dirty mouth. Drive carefully, <laughs> Elisa. I'm on the phone, but I really have to go. I know. I love you. Okay, bye. Don't, don't yell at bye, me about John. this later. Bye. 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 Right, bye. 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 Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. She's got a sexy voice, too. You both, both of you could have a whole phone business and just ring it in. Hey, I just want to touch you. She is uh, the sweetest. Oh, yeah? Oh, oh my God. She's so mean. Okay. <laughs> You don't even fucking know. She's like a sour patch. But you kid. have John Fish and, and um, uh, Elisa have a lot in common. Okay, so J- Elisa went to Tufts in Boston for undergrad. John is from Boston. That's true. Uh, um, and uh, Elisa then became a therapist. And worked, John needs therapy. And uh, they and then worked at the with develop me. Oh yeah, developmental disabled. Development and John, uh, after college, had a job at a uh, psych ward. Psych ward. Mm-hmm. Children's mm-hmm. And they're both psych. Mm-hmm. psych. I know. Yeah, psych. they have so much in common. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're not together. We are. I oh. mean, yeah, me either. Totally. Okay, so John Fish for uh, everyone who's listening. <laughs> and it's, they're both they're, pretty. Shut up! You're constantly interrupting. You're on VP. That's voice probation. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so John. Um, uh, John spells his name J-O-N because he is a Tribe. Jew. We, every time we mention anything Jewish, we blow the whistle. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the Jewish podcast. Um, <laughs> and John was born, Jamaica Plain? No, I was born, born in, in Arizona, Tuba City, no Arizona. Way. Why? Because my dad was doing his public health service on an Indian reservation in uh, in Arizona. Tuba really? Yeah. And? And uh, we returned... How lo- Within a year, you were a year old a when you came back. Yeah, with a dog from the reservation. As what well. was the dog's name? Shosh. Shosh. And now you know all my passwords. <laughs> <laughs> Shosh came back with you. Yeah. What kind of dog was Shosh? He was a, a hybrid, a cross German Shepherd and a Retriever. Oh, yeah. was he the cutest? So, so cute. Was the German Shepherd part a little anti-Semitic? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you move back. Yes. 
And, uh, and then spent everything in Massachusetts. Yeah. So do you think about Shosh all the time? I think about him. He legitimately is my main password with okay. numbers that you'll never figure out. Right. <laughs> I mean, you will, obviously. 6969. Right. Six, <laughs> But uh, yeah, we always bring him up because he was a great dog, great Aww. pup. And my brother, we never got another dog, but my brother uh, has a last dog year now. Has a dog, a nice cute. Your dog. brother who's married, married to... with two wonderful kids, right? And you love love them, the kids. You look like such a good uncle. I'm a, Do I'm, you like your? I'm not great at everything, but I'm great at it. I'm a good uncle. And you really love your sister in law. Love. Okay. Now, uh, <laughs> now. You grew up, nor you know, pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, mom, dad, younger brother. You go to college. Although you did love comedy, always. You, mm-hmm. th- I read that you loved to watch. Uh, you love, you know, who I loved, and you watched with your dad was Dennis Wolf. Yes, I actually opened for him. He was the nicest guy ever in the entire world. Like just a fucking, and he died of melanoma. He was- Awesome, he was right? so funny and so nice. And, and he was a big comic strip guy. I remember when yeah. I started working there, there would be pictures of him around right. and stuff. And I was like, oh. And just the sweetest human being. So you come to New York, um, but you had tried comedy in Boston, correct? Yeah, I did comedy for probably three years uh-huh. in Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard four. And where did Could you be work? Four. Where'd you work? Well, I started at that comedy studio, Rick Jenkins Comedy Studio right. in Cambridge, which is like the third floor of the Hong Kong restaurant. Okay, and, but uh, I want to know something about yes. Rick Jenkins. Yeah. What does he know about? I don't even know who he is, but he was kinda, he a comic? Yeah, he's uh, originally from Buffalo and came uh-huh. to Boston, and mm-hmm. he he and two other guys, Jim DeCroto and Tom... Ugh, blanking on his last name. Tom Uh, that's a great <laughs> name. Yeah. Uh, they started the comedy studio together. Jim moved to L.A. So what is the comic studio? It's Tom like Brown, a- maybe. Uh, it's just it was just the third floor of mm-hmm. a Chinese restaurant that's like also a dance club at other times. Mm-hmm. And he just turned it in. He just he, him and some friends put out the tables, and do a show, and it's been going for like twenty years now. That's not Kowloon. No, Kowloon. Kowloon was in Saugus. Oh my God, yeah. I used to love perform. Didn't we talk about Kowloon? Mm-hmm. I love that. That sh- I don't remember who was, who was on. Okay, who cares? So, um, so you take a class. Yeah, I took his workshop. And you hadn't done stand up prior to the workshop. No. And what did you learn in the workshop? Well, that's what I was. I was actually talking about this with Will uh, Sylvins last night. Like it didn't. I loved comedy, and I right. liked. Like I think I wanted to write comedy. I didn't. Mm-hmm. It didn't occur to me that the final exam of this workshop would be to do stand up. Right. What did you was. think? I was petrified. You were petrified. Yeah, yeah. I was petrified the first time. I too. couldn't get I I was living in Jamaica Plain at the time. Right. And there's no straight shot on public transportation right. to that. I would have had to take three things and I had it planned out. And because uh, you didn't want to drive because you were I, too I was nervous. way too nervous to drive. Right. And I ended up like getting nervous about missing uh, one of the connections, so I ended up hopping in a cab, and uh, I was so petrified. I didn't tell anybody about it. Right. No, none of my friends. You didn't were tell there. your parents. I mean, I told them I was doing it, but they weren't coming. Right. And uh, and nobody in that class wanted to do it more. Everyone was like, oh, I speak a lot for my job, so I right. thought this would help, or right. I wanted mm-hmm. to do it once, and that's it. And so I never did it again after that. Right. For the year. Right. Um, but you thought about it all the time. I thought about it, and then I went to take an 
improv class. Mm-hmm. I had moved. I think at that time I was living with my parents in Newton. I took Rick's class in Brookline, and then I moved to Juju, yeah. and then I moved to Jamaica Plain. So I took I went to the Boston mm-hmm. continuing education to take the improv class, and I was the only one that signed up. Oh, that's Ooh. so my sister. She signed up for a class <laughs> once, and she was the only one that yeah. signed up. And they're like, "So we're yeah. going to cancel, right? Do you want to take the stand-up class, right?" And I was like, "Oh, okay, a yeah, different place," but it just turned out to be Rick's partner, Jim. Oh God! But there so were they two have people. the monopoly. Yeah, they do uh-huh. <laughs> double team. And- but there were two people in there that I'm still friends with that wanted to do it more. So we right. became like, we called ourselves the comedy trio and we just kind of kept going with it and figured out where to do open mics and what. Right. And then you dis- you had to make a decision. Do I want to move to LA or do I want to move to yes. New York? And tell us how you came upon the correct decision. <laughs> well, I remember it was around the Christmas time that I knew I was going to make the move. Right. Um, and so I took some time What off. year is this? This must have been 2000, like right? 99. I'm at 99. Yeah, yeah something like that. 2000, something like mm-hmm. that. And I went to LA for a week or it was supposed to be longer, but uh, I think about a week, week right. and a half. That's and enough. I went to New York for a little yeah. bit and I uh, decided on New York. Right. Because you yeah. can do a thousand sets. Yeah. I was, I was mesmerized at the comic strip. I had come down for an audition for something mm-hmm. at the comic strip. And uh, and uh, Lucian, I talked Lucian with him holds. for a while. Oh my God! He introduced me to Peter Shapiro. Right. And I talked to him for a while. Right. And he said something like, "If you want to be a good stand-up, you move to New York." Right. And Absolutely. that just stuck in my head. And he's like, "You go to L.A. when you have a reason to go to L.A." Right. And uh, and then I came down for another audition for something else, same club. And it was, uh, the other one was like a Thursday night, so the show right. was over. But this one was like a Saturday night, so there right. were two more shows. And Lucian let me sit like in the booth, and I right. watched the whole thing. And I was just like, I got to get back here. Right. You know, Lucian Hold uh, was, he passed me. I mean, I came in, I think, 1982 or three, And then he said to me, you know, you're tall, you're Jewish. You're female. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I don't really know what kind of market there is for Jewish female comedians. What? Okay, so that was it. I was in college. Uh-huh. Then I graduate college. I come back. I pass at catch. I go over to the comic strip. And Lucian's like, yes. I, I don't even think he remembered me. From, yeah. And uh, I loved him. He was yeah. such a character and such a great guy he was such a character i know yeah, so he, he said to me uh i remember you but you'll have to audition again <laughs> he had told me after the audition like right. if you lived here i would use you right and then when i moved here he's like oh yes yes you'll have to audition again oh god so you move <laughs> you move here in um uh may? it says june 2001 yeah i okay. think i sublet it in may Okay. And I remember auditioning for him and passing before I had like a lease and right. having like that New York moment where right. I was walking to where I was subletting and like screaming and not caring. Right. Just realizing how I passed at the yeah. comic strip. Yeah. Yay! I didn't even Your have, first pass is the best. It was unbelievable. I didn't even have a, that great of a set, but I right. think Burbiglia yeah. told him that right. I was to, legit. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you are here for 9 11 then? I, yeah. How did that affect a nice young Jewish? Oh God! Well, I was in Brooklyn Heights. 
Mm. Oh, so, so you were like was just oh, pouring, pouring on yeah, us, yeah, yeah. and I was already feeling landlocked. So I right. moved like as Where'd soon as I move? could. <laughs> Weehawken. <laughs> what? There was this comic I love him, Prescott Tolk. I guess grew yeah. up there, and he right. was like, "Oh, that's a good place. You know, your parking's easy, and you right. know, you, you you're out of the city, but you're right right across from the city." Um, so, I how got long did you live there? Two and a half years. No way. Yeah. Did you hate it? It was very isolating. Right. I had a roommate. We had a great place, a great landlord, but there was nobody else around there. Right. There was nothing to right. do. So. Um, when 9-11 happened, yeah. who did you call first? Mm-hmm. I remember, question. like, I couldn't get in touch with anybody. Right. Because cell phones were just down. Down, yeah. And um, I think my home line was, like, too brief. Right. For some reason. Right. But I was still on dial-up. Right. So I remember doing ICQ, which was, like, an AOL instant messenger. Right, right, right. To my brother. To let them know that I was okay. And then when you finally got your mother on the phone. Yeah. John, come home! Come home! Well, this will give you... uh, She was nervous because I, when I lived with them for like a year or two after college, you know, I often stayed with my friends or something like that. Or, you know, a girl. And so she was like, I know you don't live there, but I just was thinking maybe you just did one of those nights where you didn't stay at home and you stayed at someone's place that's what she was worried about oh yeah mm. whatever yeah um <clears throat> that's fair yeah yeah so you what was your first tv thing that you think legitimized you that legitimized yes me? because you did tv yeah um you did last comic standing. Right. You know, but what was the one thing that said, oh, this guy's a great comic, great writer? I mean, I feel like Letterman probably. Right. right. Just because, you know. He's Letterman. It was Letterman. Right. Yeah. It was Letterman. That was like always my goal. Right. Was to do Letterman. Yeah. And now you've done that and he's gone. So do you have any other goals, John? Uh, I want to no. get him back on the air. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then just um, keep doing a show. What? You did Comedy Central's Fresh Faces? Yeah. Okay. How old were you when you did that? Uh-huh. I think I had just gotten to New York. Okay. Yeah. So you're... 29? Okay. Did that do anything for you? It. Uh, the only thing I feel like it did was that it, uh, you know, when people lied on your intro and they're like you've seen him on Comedy Central right I actually was <laughs> so, right. so they weren't lying anymore right 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 <laughs> what yeah. I, I know what do you what do you give for an intro well now I feel Letterman it's Colbert it's kind of cool because yeah it's, you've seen him on the Late Show with David Letterman and the Late Show with Stephen Colbert it's kind of nice right yeah. same studio oh, different host yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah but the other thing was like when people would, like I had someone a friend of mine once right. like after Letterman was done, was like, you seen him recently on the David Letterman show. It's like, it's a no. weird itch. Yeah. Right, it's right, like you right. got to go up and explain. the. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know we're supposed right. to complain about things. This is something I hate. I don't like when people editorialize right. your intro. intro. I know. It's like, don't ask me. I love when people make shit up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like, just fucking read the thing or ask me. How about right. at Dangerfields where they have like a list of the com of right. like, uh, 
like for each night they have like a little notepad right and each space underneath in parentheses it says conan letterman they don't right. have the names of the comic in there yet right <laughs> so they just have the, they just fill oh them in. my god That's are you so kidding funny. right and it's like sometimes you know some and this has happened there where you get an intro and they're like you've seen him on jimmy kimmel and da, 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 da. and it's like i have parallel credits Right. Can you give the real one? Of right, the- right, 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 right. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so fucking. When did were your parents? Let, t- can you just tell us you worked at this psych ward? Yes. Um, what? Can, we got to get some fucking psych ward stories here. Mm. You know they were so heavy. Like I remember I being like, like when we were all out, all the people that work there, right, and the couple kids that we took out illegally, right. No, I'm kidding. We didn't do that. Um. We would laugh. Right. But if you ever told anyone else a story, it was like, are you kidding? It's like the Holocaust. Yeah. Because this is the perfect example. I remember like at the place before Children's Hospital that I worked at, Westwood Lodge, the quiet room of this kid's unit was at the doorway Mm -hmm. of the unit. And there was no like guard to get in because it was in like the suburbs or whatever. Anybody could walk and stand at that door and ring the buzzer. And so somebody that kid wasn't like a aggressive person mm-hmm. saw us restraining this kid, like a seven year old kid. Cause oh. we had to right, just on the floor and holding him down. And I remember looking up and seeing the horror in that person's face right. and being like, Oh, I gotta get out of here. That's horrible. It was horrible. Seven years old, seven, eight years old. And because they were going to, you know, do something dangerous right, themselves, to themselves yeah. or someone else. Right. So you have to hold them for like five minutes until they and calm down. And they're only seven. Seven, yeah. We had three to 12. I worked with little kids, three to 12 there. And then the other, at Children's, it was 18. Oh, God. Three to 18, because it was adolescent unit also. And yeah. which was worse? You know, I love uh, kids, and that right. was, you know, what my specialty was but Mm -hmm. and so i didn't think that i would like to work with the adolescents but i ended up uh working a lot with the anorexic bulimic patients and also it was a little weird because i was young i was like 25 right so like you were attracted to them (laughs) (laughs) no the, the parents well first of all some of the parents were my age right and some of the other parents thought i was one of the kids no way yeah yeah, you, I mean, you got a baby face. I had hair too. then. Really? How was mm. it having hair? Uh, Do you miss your hair? You know, I had bad hair as an adult. Like okay. I had like, as my girlfriend at the time said, like, you need to shave that hair. Really? You hated your hair? Cause no, your brother, I didn't realize it. Your brother has uh, shaved his head too. Certainly. What yeah. about your father? He has the panels. The panels. <laughs> the yeah, my father guy. had the yeah. panels. Yeah. <laughs> And the antenna yeah. up here. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I just, I mean, as a kid and even in college, I had good hair. I liked right. hair. But after that, it was like I had this thing here. Right, 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 in the right. middle going. So I, I needed to shave it. So, God, I can't imagine. Weren't you depressed when you left that fucking psych ward? Um. Yeah, it was definitely a burnout job. I would, I would get bit. I would get, you know. Really? What's yeah. the worst thing? Did anyone throw anything at you? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I had this, you know, I guess the worst thing. I don't know. There was this one huge kid that never was a problem. Mm -hmm. But he was, we should have known he was in there for aggressive behavior. Right. And he was huge, like just huge. We had to get neighboring 
because uh, it was right down in that hospital right. area. So there were the neighboring hospitals. We'd mm-hmm. get neighboring hospital security. And I remember having to like lead a takedown of this guy. No way. And I was just How like, old? I he was 18, 17, right. 18. And uh, I was just like, I can't be doing So this. do meds work on these people? Sure. Yeah. But, uh, but sometimes they don't take, like what happens? Do they leave and then they stop taking their meds or like, well, I mean, do you're any of them the... leave and then become, you know, just citizens sure, without sure. Oh, ha- yeah. anyone knowing that they have this? Totally. I mean, the whole thing is that you're getting this at risk person from the emergency room that either right. has no place to go or is too, wherever they're supposed what to go is not like? safe enough. Were the parents it like... varied? I mean, there were some parents, I, there was like parents of kids that I saw at my temple. No way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, mm. and there was like some. Were they like, don't tell the rabbi, don't tell anyone in US why, no, what's going on here? Specifically, these ones wouldn't even look at me. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah, I think of like the anorexic patients thought that we all blamed them. Right, right, You know, right. so they there was a very adversarial right. uh, relationship with some of the parents. But some of them, it's just like, yeah, what do I do? How do I get this going? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you basically you put a plan into place so that they can. Right. Move on. This is depressing. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment and more. Play it at play.it. All right, so you then start doing... All right, we're going back to the stand-up, because even though I was fascinated by this. I am, too. Um, but you're also a huge basketball fan, and you love basketball. You played I for hours, basketball. and you know that Ben yeah. is the huge... Yeah, I know his uh, sensei. You guys haven't played together? That surprises me. I can't play. You can I come play, play at the JCC with yeah. Ben. He plays, like, every night for three really? hours. Yes. Oh, that's so good. To Uncle John. Yeah, yeah Uncle... Put the log on, Uncle John. I was in the choir. Um, I can tell. So you're you're doing stand-up. Are you working during the day to make money, or did you save your money? I saved a bunch of money moving back home (laughs) with my Jewish parents for like a year and a half. My aunt worked in the hospitals and got me a job on the nutrition clinic at uh, Beth Israel. Right. So for two years, I li- I was supposed to be a year. I lived at home, and they didn't make you pay rent or anything. I don't think so. Yeah. No, they're they were wonderful. Mm-hmm. Still are. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So, so I th- I raised a bunch of money and then also managed to get laid off. Oh. I thought you were gonna say late. So did I. <laughs> uh, so you got unemployment when I was in L.A. Figuring it out, New York yeah. or L.A. I remember my boss called me and she was like, "If you can hold off until March or April." I could probably get you laid off. Wow. She totally hooked me up. The Republicans look love this kind of conversation. <laughs> so um F the pubs. So you uh you opened for Jerry. I opened for Jerry at um Gotham and Comedy Club. And it was great. He talked about like I had a podcast shortly after that time and we would talk about that for some reason a right. lot so I ended up posting the clip of me introducing him because he talked about me after and it was kind of funny what did he say he was just like say, oh it's so great to have a uh, you know a, a new 
fresh voice or something right, like that. Right, a white like, Jewish male comic. <laughs> uh, that's and what he, he said. And he goes, well, I mean, he's not, I mean, he's new to us. We do. Right. I mean, I'm sure he's been around. And he's like, do you don't know him? And he like, pointed to like Lori Summer in uh-huh. the front row and uh-huh. one of her friends. And 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 they were like, yeah, we know him. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like kind of caught him off right, guard. Right, right, right. Yeah. Good. Well, he's that's living awesome. in an al- alternate universe. But um, <laughs> so you've done that. What yep. was last comics? Like, I am very against. Uh, I I don't like contests about comedy because it's such a subjective. Uh, Yeah. So what was that like doing? And who else were you on with? Well, I'm surprised that I did it because one of my like heartbreaking things was trying to do the new Arsenio Hall Star Search. Right. Which I was bumped from two and a half times and never got on. Why? Because, well... Lot they said different reasons, but, but be glad. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I but this was before Facebook or anything right, like right, that. Right, right, right. And I remember that day they told me like, yeah, email everybody. You know, I emailed my entire Yahoo. Oh, address it's the book, worst. Told them I was going to be on, and I didn't get on. Oh boy, oh, I did. You know, I'll never forget this one time. I was booked at Caroline's when it was on Twenty Third Street. So this is the eighties, late eighties, and. It was a Saturday night. There were three, and I was booked. I know I was booked because I, you know, how anal I am. So I, uh, my parents come in. <laughs> so my parents come in, and uh, I think they were with another couple. They're like, "We're gonna have dinner, and then we'll go to your show." And I get there, and Joe Falzerano, who was running Caroline's, is like, "I don't have you down for the show." And I'm like, "No." I called in. I, I have a spot. Uh, I, you're not on the show. And it was, I thought, it's the most humiliating. They're with their their friends. And it was like. So he didn't put you on? No. And I wanted to kill myself. And, you know, my father died right after that. So Are it was really, yeah. It never got to sell you live? Or well, you my didn't? father did see me. Uh-huh. Um, at, I think the last time he saw me was at Catch in Princeton, uh, 1990. Uh, and he never saw me. And then I had I had taped Caroline's Comedy Hour to air later that year. And he died before it aired. I know, it was awful. So, but that, I never forget. Like, you never forget these humiliating, horrible... So well, uh, they were an asshole for not letting you go up. Yeah, right, your yeah. family and shit was there. I mean, yeah. come on. right? I don't, I don't, I don't think I went up. And if I did, it would have been for like five minutes, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, all right. So, what happened with? And first of all, I hope you don't still have Yahoo. I do. I do. Oh, I no, do. you don't. Please. They gotta fuck. What the fuck is wrong with you with the Yahoo? Well, because I have Johnny Fish at Yahoo, and I've always had that. And I right. have Johnny Fish at me right now, but I couldn't get Johnny Fish at Gmail. Why? There's another Johnny late. Fish. Why yeah. can't you do J Fish? I know Jay there's Fish. other things, but I have <laughs> I have John D Fish. Right. For I have David. Jonathan D Fish. Wait, I have... you have Jonathan David Fish. <laughs> Go ahead. I have Johnny Fish Tank. Oh, that's Gmail. good. Yeah. I like Fish so Tank. I have some. Do you okay. use all of them, or do you no. just have them no. to have them? My my John at JohnFish.com goes to my Fish Tank. Didn't you just switch from AOL to Gmail? Years ago. I mean, <laughs> it's been a few years, two years at least. Oh. 
So shut the fuck up. Okay, I'm 54 years there old. There is a Yahoo group out there. There's a group of us. Oh still. yes, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just got we just got uh, and hijacked. Just got too. Hacked, yeah, yeah, it's great. We okay. call you Yahoo. So what was it like being uh, in the last that? comic? Yeah. Um, it was cool because I was with my buddy Moody McCarthy mm-hmm. every step of the way. Right. And um, he actually taught me something. I remember like having friends in the audience for like one of the big theater nights. Yeah. And uh, never like, have friends. Getting in the yeah, yeah, I was getting email texts from them and stuff, and I was like, they were making me nervous, and he just grabbed my phone and he was just like, "Turn your phone off." I don't. People, this is, this is a kill me now thing. Yeah. I'm backstage. You know, I'll be back. Like even when I was doing Shakespeare in the Park. Hey, we're here to see you. You better be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Oh, hey, you yeah. Don't suck. Uh, we're going to heckle yeah. you. Yeah. It's like, hey, we decided to come. I don't want to know who's yeah. in the audience. Right, right. You know? It's like they want you to be like thinking about them during yeah. your. That, but it's, it's also yeah. like. Weird masturbation. Like thing. right before, you know, in theater, there's the rule 30 minutes, no one's allowed to talk yeah. to you. You know, what the fuck? These people are so relentless and do I do I text them while they're no. having a fucking business meeting I hope you sell the thing oh you better shut the fuck up but yeah. I will say yeah two things happened this week um one I went to Chris Gethard's career suicide uh-huh. show what's who's Chris Gethard oh, are you so shitting funny. me he's so fucking uh, awesome alright let's get him it we have to so wonderful mm-hmm. um you know who he is yeah alright but what's the career suicide show. so i went in and i you know i got the seat in the way back and i you know did you know and the it, it was uh that snowy day so there was no yeah. like day of tickets so right. there were a few empty seats and right. the one of the people that worked there was like i have one seat up front do you want to sit there and i was mm-hmm. like oh i'd love to but i i know chris so it might be weird he's like right. oh okay thank you for telling me. but it's sitting in there for like the 15 minutes before i was like i'd love to run back and say hi to him real quick like right but my knowledge of knowledge being of on being the other side knows yeah. not to do it mm-hmm. so those people don't know right they're just they're like oh i, I think they would love it's to, like afterwards yeah. you can say something afterwards and then they go oh yes yeah. give a big hug um, the other thing was yesterday i went to the new york comedy club holiday party and they had like a little show yeah um you know like a, not a stand like a how quick, is that club it's great emilio Okay. Uh, took it over and it is absolutely amazing. All right, I have he to go redid there. the bar. Yeah, I, I was didn't get you it. about that. I, di- I know, but I didn't get it. I just said the party. I don't go to the parties anyway. Go right. ahead. But I gave you Amy's info. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, so, anyways, to, right before the show was started, like they brought up Matt Pavage, who was going to host the night, and uh, m- my friend who was drunk next to me and another comic were having a loud conversation. Oh, God, I hate while that. While he's trying to right. start the show and it's like here are two comics who were acting being like the, assholes yes, right yes so like even people that know that are friends with the person right. doing it's it up like, there shut the when they're drunk up. yeah do it so like we, we yeah all right we're so, all idiots. we're all um, idiots is what i'm saying i really <laughs> um you know our podcast is very pro mental health no mm-hmm. stigma um and unlike you john <laughs> VP. VP, honey. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Now it's called STFU. STFU. No, I like VP. <laughs> VP's good. Um, so, it's called S&M by now. <laughs> All right, whatever. So uh, you suffer from OCD. Yes. Um, I thought you were going to ask me what meds I'm on. Okay. Uh, that, is, that is a question we ask every... 
We ask every every person on the show what meds. So what okay. meds are you on? I am on a lower dose than I wish I could be on of Zoloft because of the Ugh, side effects. Makes, it makes me fucking vomit. That thing. Zoloft. I'm on Zoloft. Yeah. 100. Yeah. Not working. Go. <laughs> Wellbutrin to help <laughs> counteract yes, counteract the sexual the side, side effects, effects I'm of also the Zoloft because I'm on the Paxil and I'm on the Wellbutrin, so the orgasm. Can, yeah, go ahead. And Do then that. I have uh, I don't use them much, but I have Propanerol for beta blocker uh-huh. for big shows. Me too. Someone else I know is on that. What what does that do? It just calms you a little bit. It it, it, it literally it it's, doesn't do anything except for make you stop shaking. Yeah. So if you're on stage and you have a paper or something, and you just even if you're not nervous, but you just have that shake, you I know, at, in a show sometimes, um, you could take yeah. one of those and it'll it's just so stop the tremor. Interesting. I swear. Yeah. That I just got it refilled. My last one was from like 2014. Yeah, yeah. It is just enough to have it in my bag at all times. Right, right. I have I have um, Ativans that are like three years old those are delicious i think um but i um it's so interesting that people get so nervous on because i feel more comfortable on stage than off stage i'm fine once i hit the stage right it's the anticipation it's the lead up so um now you or yes how about this i don't like when i know someone in the audience so if I if I'm on stage and I don't know anybody, it's fine. But if I right. see someone, then that's do you when know what I do? Help hmm. you yell call at them. them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I go, why the fuck are you sitting in the front? <laughs> um, which is so unusual for me. So, <laughs> so when did you fu- when did you realize you had OCD? Uh, well, that was something that was interesting about working on the psych ward. Is that my stuff is, you know. Manageable, right? Livable with, right? I was very good at hiding it, right? And so whenever I would think about maybe I have a problem, it's like, well, I'm not that bad, right? 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 So right? Suck it up. You know, that's what people always think. Oh, unless you're of like, of course, yeah. So until I had a girlfriend (laughs) that was like, you need to get therapy. Right. What was it? What the thing that made her say? I think I had like. Were you counting? Do you count? No, I had like two things. Like I think I have an anger that comes out from my righteous indignation. Right. uh, Like more of the OCP. Right. Obsessive compulsive personality. Right. That I would only show. Right. To loved ones right so she would get such the brunt of it right because i would be like hiding it all day right and right and then you get her. home and you yeah like like elisa yeah go ahead <laughs> and then <laughs> for a, I you when i started my heavy duty therapy they like asked you to name your ocd and i named it the backpack because i got a laptop my first laptop and then i wanted the perfect backpack for Mm, it and at one point had five Mm, and my room when i was in weehawken i was uh packing and unpacking them and trying them on and showing them to my girlfriend and my roommate and making them try them Mm -hmm. on and it was like funny but not funny right and uh that's what so basically i was my girlfriend's therapist referred me to a therapist and after one year she was like I think you should go to this OCD clinic. And how was the OCD clinic? Well, it was good because I had done an intake up at like Columbia or something. Yeah. I don't think I was as forthright right. uh, about everything. Right. And they said that I had general anxiety and OCD tendencies. 
Yeah, but general I, anxiety yeah. disorder. I have that, yeah. and I also have OCD. So uh, when an I ADD. went to the center, <laughs> I was totally normal. You said okay. I gave them everything, and they're right. like, "We'd like to work with you." <laughs> and it's but you're do you fight it every day? Like I know when it when it hits me. Like so when I was growing up, it was all these routines that I had to do, and if I didn't do it, then something bad was going to happen. You know. And then I got to, call, I said, "You, I have to stop this. It's like, it's getting in the way of my time. And, you know, um, and I think about it, like it does come back and I go, nope, sorry, you're not going to win. Um, but it's really, it's an everyday struggle. Mm-hmm. And it is annoying. It's a fucking annoying. It's a, yeah, it's brutal. But you still go to group therapy. I just, it's Stopped. Tuesday nights. Yeah. And I ended up, you have to have like an 80% attendance. And I've yeah. been going off and on for like eight years, 10 right. years. And so mostly on. And uh, I have too many Tuesday night Gigs. shows. I know. And Why did they I do was, it? needed a break too, I right, think, right, from right, it. Right, 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 right. So I literally just am on my second week of hiatus. And how do you feel? I feel fine. Why I do you have okay. seven water bottles there? I have one. <laughs> okay. So uh, that was a joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is one of the things. Like, if I was to go buy a Poland Spring bottle of water, I um, wouldn't take the first one. Right. Because too many people have touched that one. Right. And I wouldn't take the second one because I like odd numbers. So I would take the third one. Oh, my God. So that's one of the things. But it's interesting that you asked about Last Comic Standing because that was before I was in any therapy. One of my big things was that I was worried I would stain my underwear with urine after I peed, so I would always sprinkle water on my penis. And wow! I was I after also, you peed. After I peed, and when when you do like a TV thing, that's when I'm at my most nervous. Right. And I also have would have a fear that I would lose my voice on stage, so I was right. drinking like three Poland Spring bottles of water per hour, so I was peeing five times an hour, and then pouring the water. And when on you your do penis. those TV things, <laughs> right? You you can't just be like I'm going to the bathroom they right, like right, send right. someone with you so I'm like wet here right from all the water right and also peeing so much right. and I'm like this guy has to like babysit me <laughs> and I was like this has to stop and you're mic'd too you're mic'd. yeah <laughs> good point I can't even imagine yeah. I mean I've taken shits with the mic on <laughs> in my trailer that's the so best many part times. of doing is this pet? thing on good yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was once at a strip club with some buddies from camp we have like a reunion thing hot camp um, yeah <laughs> and I was in the bathroom and was doing the sprinkle thing and mm-hmm. the bouncer came in and he's like alright buddy you're out of here you thought I was like peeing in the sink right and I'm like drunk no, no, telling I mean, this no. guy like no here's no. this thing where I have to do and he's like alright buddy just go back to your friends <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of adorable so, in a weird way. No, no, I'm sprinkling my penis. <laughs> so do you feel like it's under control now or? It is what I When's the last time you've sprinkled your dick? In maintenance. Okay, you're in yeah. maintenance. Yeah. Now, maintenance. your parents, we discussed this in Aruba, mm-hmm. um, because I love talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, your parents were not supportive. Like, trying to be they're as supportive like because I remember when I was in my depression my mother would be like you better you better today do you feel better today you're not realizing <laughs> like this is never end you know yes I have to manage it's like diabetes mental health is like diabetes like you have to manage yes. it you know they are loving right but 
didn't understand it. Now your brother had no OCD, CD. I think my C? brother and my dad and I all have the same <laughs> right. But you're, are you the only one who deals with it? it? But because of my lack of structure, it really came out for me. Yeah, that's that's the hard yeah. part. Yeah, I definitely think my siblings have major mental illness, but won't <laughs> deal with it. And, and it's like the, everyone thinks, oh, Judith, she's the crazy one. And it's like, I'm the one who's gotten the most therapy. Right. And yeah, so right. no, I'm actually not the crazy You're the just one, owning your humanity. Right, You're right. dealing with it. Um, so Trying here's to. my uh, final discussion. Mm-hmm. Um John, you need to. We need to find you a wife. No you're, shit. You're, Can I swear? Yeah. No. no. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do shit. a podcast where you can't swear. <laughs> you fucking cunt. I, Just no dirty language. Yeah. So you are. You're smart. You're funny. You're great with kids. We got to get you a wife. We got to bring back the timeout thing that got you. Yeah, I know that got me. Mm. Uh, Piece How of can ass. we get? We need to do. On I kill honestly, me now, yeah. Speed dating, kill me now. Speed dating. We need a ju- we need a because um, uh, he is not diluting the race. Um, <laughs> but you'd like what? What are you looking for? I'm having a piece of my avocado toast. You know plate. what I think uh-huh. is that I think that not only does my <laughs> OCD in my career, but my OCD specifically is definitely like hard mm-hmm. for me to have a relationship i think i need to spend all my first second third date money that i spend mm-hmm. on some therapy for the next six months look of the at year. you okay. look at that i think Who's i really self-aware? do <laughs> yeah i'm only 44 yeah he's just gonna... got around to thinking right. that way no, it doesn't matter <laughs> but do you want a woman who after she pees she washes off her vagina <laughs> no but i was talking about this with my friend because i it's funny because um the you know all the trump supporters on your facebook and mm-hmm. stuff it's like you you're well, like, like oh, of course it's them, that yeah. person of course it's that right. person one of the women is someone that i hooked up with and has has these smelliest vagina oh, isn't, that, <laughs> isn't that great though knowing that trump smokes trump supporters have smelly vaginas because they're getting fucking <laughs> Snatched all the time by ah. smelly hands. But and so I was talking. Don't guys to, have smelly dicks or no? They can if they they're can. not clean or yeah. if they've right. been jogging and yeah. shit. Right. I'm pretty sure I always smell like I've just baby powdered. Right. That's yeah. sure. That's one of the yeah. OCD things that I've left in my. Oh, I hate. Uh, <laughs> I mean, so, guys, but my friend Moody's wife was like, has a smelly vagina no. too. No, she was like, I don't think Moody ever had that problem. And I was like, yeah, Moody probably vets better. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do, but I don't know what it is. It's like is I don't... she Jewish? Is she Jewish? Yeah. Is she Jewish? Mm-hmm. And she's a Trump supporter with a smelly vagina. Mm-hmm. What? Weird. Does it smell like chopped liver? I don't know. Get it? Chopped liver? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I get it. I know with schmaltz. <laughs> Does it smell like herring and cream sauce? Hey, yeah. um, it smells like Russ and daughters on Christmas. <laughs> it smells like whitefish salad. <laughs> Okay. So, so what am yeah. I looking? I don't know. It's so, like sometimes I feel like at this point I need someone that's either retired <laughs> or also in comedy because, like, I'll be like, "Hey, yeah, do you want no, go you to go out on you Tuesday need a night?" Nice Jewish girl. No. Okay. How about in next Tuesday night? It's like I have like one night availability. You can go to someone who is in maintenance for anorexia because you understand that, mm-hmm. and then she'll be. Um, 
uh, or bulimia, any sort of eating disorder, mm-hmm. and then she can be sensitive to your OCD. Mm-hmm. All right. So any um, eating disorder, oh, we Jewish it women. Out. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, John. Did you just say any eating disorder, Jewish woman? Yeah. How about just any Jewish woman? Any Jewish that woman. That pretty much covers that. Um, that's funny. How about any woman? Um, John, where can people find you on the internet? Johnfish.com. J-O-N-F-I-S-C-H. You got to have the C in fish. As my grandfather said, you can't have the fish without the C. Oh, that's a terrific. Oh, I love you, grandfather. What was his name? Solomon. Of course. <laughs> Solomon um, and Dorothy. Uh, oh, Dorothy was my grandmother's yeah. name. I love that name. You know, Ben's middle Dot. name is after. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Dorothy is d- mm. Dove. His name is Benjamin Dove. Like Dove Davidoff. Yeah, but not the like UV. Dove Davidoff. Because Can we do a podcast about Dove? How cool yeah. is he? I love Dove Davidoff. He's too cool for me. <laughs> I love him. Why is he? He's not too cool for you. No, I know, but because he, he has cool. like you know he's, cool. he's got his leather jacket, his tattoos, yeah, 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 yeah. and he's got so that, funny. Yeah, and that anger that like yo, I'm tortured. Uh, <laughs> so he's a broken he's a great one. guy. Um, John, uh, I know the answer to my other question. Mm-hmm. You, I know you have no tattoos, zero, and you're not planning on getting any nah. because you're a, a plethora of reasons. But yeah, mostly. You want to be buried in a Jewish cemetery. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You can still. Um, I want to be buried John, alive. will you come back and oh, be like yeah. our third person on I our podcast? I am not leaving. Okay. So w- uh, you can continue talking. All right. I'm going to have to help Elisa move a shelving unit. But you... <laughs> we'll be back in to record tomorrow. So we'll just what, what? see you then, I guess. What, what? Are you around tomorrow? Oh, look at him yes. checking. Elisa's calling because Hi. we're doing our 2016 sucked show mm-hmm. oh, tomorrow. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you have a shitty 2016? It wasn't good. Oh yeah. Okay. You got so injured. You're coming. I got injured. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, All right. Yeah. We're gonna. You're coming in tomorrow. All right. All right. Done. I, I love you, John Fish. I love you. I love you. Um, John, do you cook? Do we need to do sun basket? No. Uh, no, I don't. Do we today? I don't. You think have so. it in the calendar. Yeah, you uh, have it in the calendar well, for today. Yeah. Oh uh, well, you know what? We already did it. Whether we have to or not, we should. Anyway. We should just say Sun Basket is fucking awesome. Is the bomb. I've only been eating Sun Basket. They give you all these varieties. It's an organic sort of uh, like a subscription based paleo food box that oh, comes yes, to you, yes, and yes, uh, you yes, can yes, get yes, on a yes, weekly. Oh, it'd be good for you because it's yeah. OCD and it's all measured out, yeah. and it doesn't take four hours to cook the food, and the food is good. And, and they only they don't only have dinner. They have like breakfast and lunch too. Oh. And farm to table. You get oh. all the choices. You get three breakfasts if you want. Um, really good. No middleman. I love uh, breakfast. They also have really fresh meats, organic meats, all grass fed. You know, happy raised animals. You know what I mean? That taste delicious and aren't you know scared. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, I just had a one of their uh, quinoa salads and and like beef child. Oh God. It's really right. good. I had I'm that in. egg Torito thing. That anyway, was good. if you want, if you want to try it out, um, John or anyone yeah. else listening to this, uh, you can get some free meals if you go to sunbasket.com/gold. Uh, yeah, check it out. You have nothing to lose. Sunbasket.com/gold. Sunbasket.com/gold. Yeah. I'm gonna start a thing where the last thing I say on every podcast I do is Lenny Marcus. <laughs> I okay. like it. I like it. I'm gonna do that too. <laughs> All right, and you know what? My, the last thing I have to say is, Sally Marcus. No, why do you <laughs> fucking interrupt me? I fucking hate you. <laughs> so long. 
everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.